And welcome to episode 85 of Nerd Speak. How's everybody doing this week? Good. Kind of want to listen to that song a little bit more. It's kind of... Ted, you want to tell everybody what you picked there? Uh, it's great wine with the Tate. Duh. Duh. <laughs> if you didn't listen to last week's episode, we had... Uh, was he on both of your guys's? Or just yours? Uh, Corey and I. Corey and you. Yeah. The dog father. Uh, well, hey, it's another week here. In a row? In a row. In a row. Yeah, <laughs> don't get used to it. I'll give you that heads up now. Ted's going to be out of town next week, and since he is our uh, recording guru, we won't have an episode for you. But we just thought we would stop in this week and say hey. Give a little howdy-do to all of our neighborinos. Hey. All right. That concludes today's podcast. And that's all we've got today. So that was episode 85. Visit us on www. No, we're kidding. We're going to give you a full episode this week. For sure. Let's, uh... I am Brendan. I'm with. And I'm Brian. There we go. <laughs> give you a little introduction to all three of us. Um, we can start this uh, podcast off like we always do with our weekend review. Um, so that's kind of what we did for the past week. What, uh, what are you watching, Ted? Uh, we watched Bohemian Rhapsody, which I liked. Do you not, you didn't see it in the theater, right? It's no. first for you? No, it's the first time we saw yeah. it. We rented it. Um, it's oddly enough one of the ones that's watch it again, it gets better. Does it? Yeah, it really does. It, it seemed to me like one of those movies that I've seen it, I don't need to see it again, but then I watched it again. I was mm-hmm. like, damn, that got better. Hmm. So, um, I mean, I liked it. Everybody did an outstanding job with it. Um, you could definitely tell that there was some things that, like, if, if people don't know, I guess there were some issues with Brian Singer in the studio, and they eventually kicked him off the set, but he's still getting, he still got full director credit. And, um, you, I thought, to me, that you could tell that there was a couple of times where, they just kind of didn't know what they were going to do, so they kind of just used some produced CGI stuff. So Yeah. Um, but outside of that, I mean, very well done. I like the fact that, you know, Brian May and the drummer had a big say in the movie and, you know, they were involved with it. So there was a lot of things that, you know, you could pre- relatively factual, I suppose. Um, but, yeah, I think... Rami Malek did an outstanding job, and he's definitely the star of the show. So, um, then we got HBO back in the house, <laughs> so we watched the first season of Barry, and which is great. I really want to. He is definitely a uh, Tony Soprano character. Bill Hader. Yeah. Really. Yeah, it's the same type of character. Okay. Like, just these people who do dastardly things but you like them so much 
they're very likable, you know? Okay. I mean, that was like the, you know, you hate the fact that you like Tony Soprano, you know? Yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, so he's kind of the same way, I would think. Um, I, that's the way I viewed it. So that, we, we, there's only eight episodes in the first season. Okay. About a half hour, so we tore through those. And then we watched Tully, the Charlie's Theron movie. It was, mm-hmm. um, it was good. Like it? Yeah. Yeah. I think people shit on it a little bit too much, but yeah. I'm trying to, what's that one about? So she plays a, my mom having her third kid and is just kind of overwhelmed by the whole thing. And then she gets this uh, night nanny who comes in to help her and like starts making everything better. So Jason Reitman, uh, Reitman directed it, and Diablo Cody wrote it. And so, who's the who's the male in that? Ron Livingston plays her dad, or uh, her, sorry, her husband. Her husband. And then Mark Duplass is her brother in it. That's right. There was a Duplass involved. Okay. I like those boys. Yeah. Yeah, they they seem to know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very happy that uh, HBO is back before April. So. <laughs> Brian, what about you? Watching anything fun this week? Apparently not. Nah. We've kind of been uh, re-binging uh, Game of Thrones through from episode one, season one, all the way through, to, and we're halfway through that. So. Oh, wow. Well, not half. We're like season three and a half, you know, somewhere in there. Um, just to get ready for it to, you know, come back, refresh our memory on everything. Heck yeah. It's been enjoyable definitely bits and pieces i missed before and things in hindsight you're like damn that really was you know what they said was going to happen happened and right like, uh, you know you start to notice some things before they yeah, actually take place you know been busy so not really just kind of working 16 hour days and coming home and crashing so opening that third location of Grey Goat Lakes. Yep, yep any minute now tight any minute it'll definitely be open by our next podcast yeah okay just wait for your liquor license to go through. <laughs> <laughs> That's happening too. Cool. What about you, Brennan? What have you been watching? Uh, well, and I'm not sure how your guys' Valentine's Day went, but mine went pretty swell. Uh, we had dinner reservations at Love Handle, uh, which is a restaurant on Mass Avenue, right across the street from Black Market on Mass Avenue, where I used to work. That's where Meg went. For she went for her birthday. birthday. Yeah. yeah. So normally they do like breakfast brunchy kind of stuff and they'll do dinners on Fridays, but they did a special Valentine's Day dinner. Uh, and they were showing obviously like romantic movies during the dinner service. We caught the last five minutes of My Girl, which is still equally heartbreaking. Uh, but then we got to watch Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet through our dinner, which was awesome. Cause I haven't like sat down and watched it in a while. Yeah. And I was just like, God, it's every bit of good as it was like back then. And like all of like the soundtrack flooded over and it was just like very cool. And it was like, they have VHSs that they run them on. So it was like that crappy green quality and it's just a projector onto a wall. Yeah. And so, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, and then we came home and tried to watch the, the hundred foot journey which had Helen Mirren in it. And uh, it was about like, she owned a Michelin star restaurant. Uh, across the street. Indian, Indian, Indian restaurant. Indian family moves in and tries to open yeah, up I've their restaurant. That. Yeah, that's pretty good. Is it? Yeah, I liked it. Is it? Yeah. Okay. 
I mean, in the third world, it's, it's not bad. There's yeah. other crappy things out there. Yeah? Oh. It was Judy Dench, wasn't it? Not Helen Mary. I just I have Judy Dench. It wasn't. I just watched it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, so yeah. So that was that was the last movie we saw. Cool. Yeah. How was your Valentine's Day? Anything special with the lady? Uh, Ladies. No, I just did. Uh, me and the boy got her a card and some candy. We kind of because we're going to. Florida next week, and so we kind of were like, hey, we're going to save any money we'll spend on Valentine's, let's just save it. Cool, cool, cool. So uh, we went earlier in the week, we went out and uh, did a little uh, pedicure, a couple of pedicure and dinner, and then uh, a bonefish, close and easy, and then, uh, and then we kind of did nothing on Valentine's night, I was busy working, and then uh, Saturday we went down to uh, celebrate Valentine's. Bloomington and uh, picked up the boy and his uh, buddy from school and went out to dinner there at uh, the Uptown Cafe. Ooh. Very nice cocktail. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. Uptown, go get it to you. <laughs> Alrighty, well, let's take a look at this box office weekend. Uh, so we had uh, Alita. Getting number one, Battle Angel, with $28.2 million. Uh, the Lego Movie came in strong second with $21 million. And then what I thought definitely would have been number one this weekend is uh, the Isn't It Romantic original screenplay movie with a lead, a female lead, uh, all around Valentine's Day. And it came in third place with $14.3 million. So, taking a look here at the Fantasy League, how did you guys think you did? Ted, have you looked? Uh, no. I think I did pretty well. You think? I think I did. How do you think you did? I think I did all right. Yeah, you guys are only like 37 million behind me. Yeah. Brian comes out on top again with a hundred and three million point or hundred and three point nine million in his box office. And he chose two Alitas, isn't it romantic? Glass, the green book, into the Spider-Verse for two screens, and Bohemian Rhapsody on one. Uh, I had Isn't It Romantic on two screens, What Men Want on one screen, the upside. Really yeah, you and I are pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. So Ted and I essentially had the same, except I went to Green Book, he went to Into the Spider-Verse, and I chose the new movie, They Shall Not Grow Old, and he had Aquaman, and I beat him by less than a million dollars, uh, coming in at 67 million, and then he had 66.4 million, uh, which put the greatest lead, or the greatest gap was the 37.5 million between Ted and Brian, which I think is going pretty well. I'm enjoying it. It's fun. I like it. Stress. I'm slowly starting to figure out how yeah, it takes a couple you can minutes manipulate to it. Out, but I, uh, I was only like 20 mil off the perfect screen. Yeah, so if you want to scroll up, Ted. That's what I think is, is 
premium to get to that. Uh, don't they, or go back and screen maybe? Uh, down the web page, it's not as. Uh, Normally show us the perfect. Here we go. I've oh, got one twenty-two or something like that. Right. Yeah, so it's one hundred and twenty. Is my microphone on? Yeah, mostly. Maybe yeah, flip that switch a little further on. I don't feel. There we go. Maybe you're yeah. on. Okay. Check check. Uh, so the perfect Cineplex was one hundred and twenty-seven point two million, and they did three Alita Battle Angels, uh, three of the. Um, is it the Prodigy? Yeah. And then two of Bohemian Rhapsody. So. Good. So you're pretty close, Brian, to a perfect one. Everybody get in and uh, start practicing before we go live with the, uh, the the Nerd Nation. Nerd Nation League. So, and if you want to, yeah, it's a downloadable app that you can get in either the Google Play or the uh, iTunes App Store for free. And it's just called the Film Fantasy League. Yep. And then the uh, website's fantasymovieleague.com. Boom. You can look us up, Nerd, Nerd Nation. I think Nerdspeak Nation. Nerdspeak Nation is the league. Do we have to invite people to it? I don't think so, do we? Uh, no, you guys just went out we and found it, right? It, yeah. Yeah. Go find it on your own and, and join in. We're going to have, what, like a two, couple more week warm up period, and then we'll uh, launch a. A full scale. Full scale competition. Cool. All right. Well, let's move on to some trailers. Uh, so this week we had a good fair amount of uh, some decent new movies coming out. We've got uh, the first one here is the or just called Long Shot with Charlize Theron and Seth Rogen. Uh, and essentially, Charlize Theron is. Secretary of State, who is now gunning for presidency, and she runs into her old baby that she used to sit. Uh, she <laughs> not, was the babysitter. Baby. He was the baby. He was the kid. She, she was, was the, the kid. She was the sitter. So, and that's Seth Rogen, and uh, he is now an, a political journalist, and she hires him to kind of write. Uh, write her stories about her uh, for the public and uh, and then romantic uh, things ensue you know like getting her high in a dance club and them saving two people and almost making out in the hallway why she's running for president while she's oh while she's running for president Matt has he ever done a movie before those two together yeah I don't think so I'm just thinking back to maybe like knocked up because What's her name? Reminds that was Catherine of, Heigl. Yeah, yeah, she reminds me a lot of her. She's like a Kmart version, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Saying. Sorry, Catherine. Love you, girl. Yeah, where'd she go? Yeah, seriously fell off after Grayson and me, I feel like. Well, you know, people only put up with you being a bitch for so long. Yeah, yeah, I heard she wasn't the most pleasant person. So, there's that. Uh, then the second trailer we got this week is the highly anticipated Frozen 2. Um... I never saw the first one. Still haven't seen it. Oh, and you're really? You're being critical of me (laughs) for not liking it? I was, you were just like, what is this? And it's like, well, I I know what the success of the first one did, so clearly it warranted a sequel. Right. I just thought the opening sequence to this trailer was, like, super cool. 
This actually looked way better than anything in the first one. I just don't have any idea what's going on in this trailer. Like, there's no dialogue. Yeah. There's no real, like, storytelling. Yep. You saw the first one, Ted? Yeah. Did she end up deserted on an island? No. Okay. I don't think they're on an island. I think they're it's just, like, the coast of their kingdom. kingdom. Yeah. Okay. Definitely looks like she's, you know, Tom Hanks on, you know, Castaway trying to get off this island. And trying over and well, over and over again. just trying to go find something. I don't know. Let's Do you have any insight into this film? Well, I mean, my guess is that, like, okay, her parents leave and die in a boat wreck. Right. Tarzan's parents. Right, Tarzan's parents. And, um, so I'm guessing that they've got issues being on a boat, maybe, and she's trying to figure out how to get to the ocean without necessarily being on a boat. So running across it's safer than being in a boat? Well, I mean, when you can freeze the water. I would assume so, yeah. Um, but I don't know. I kind of got a feeling that, like, like, the first one was winter and being all about her. This one seems to be kind of got, like, a fall vibe. Yeah, and it seemed like somebody else was maybe getting powers. And wasn't there a third, the new character there? There's supposed to be, and is that the... The girl that was standing in the leaves? Well, that's... I, or the girl that, like, jumped across the rock no. bridge? Is that the old that's, girl? That's the sister. Okay. Somebody seemed like they were, yeah, like, moving yeah. things through the leaves. So, I don't know. And I think it would be dope, though. Evan Rachel like, Wood is in it. I think it would be dope if they actually, like, connected this to Tarzan, to Tangled, to, you know... It connects to Tangled as well? Is, supposedly there's a connection in between this and Tangled that uh, the parents, are, I think, like, were brothers or sisters or something like that. Like, cousins. Okay. So, there's this whole big theory out there, like, how they're all connected together. Oh. So. It's called Disney. Well, yeah. Alrighty, and then the last one we had uh, was a, a seemingly interesting movie called Yesterday uh, from the guys that brought us love actually they are so erasing the Beatles from everybody's memory uh, there's a guy who's a failed singer songwriter and he gets into a bike accident when the world decides to all of a sudden lose power he wakes up and nobody's heard of the Beatles. So he starts singing everybody the Beatles songs because he's apparently the only one that remembered them. I love how he goes to Google Beatles and he gets the Wikipedia page for a Beatle. And nobody, yeah, he Googles John, was it John Paul and something else and the Pope comes up. John yeah. Paul, George, and Ringo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. You guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Those four fucking Who? Guys. Those guys? What? Uh... So yeah, so I, and then there becomes the conflict of, you know, the internal conflict with himself, I feel like, of if he should be doing this, and is he really, like, because he's not writing his own songs, he's getting famous on everybody, or on all of the Beatles songs, and Ed Sheeran's in there to help him in the studio, tells him to change it to, hey dude. Hey dude. I think it looks cool. That looks fun. Yeah. I think it's going to do well. It's a good idea. It's a good original idea. Is that what? Is it original? I think so. I like how the first part of the movie is missing half his teeth. 
Yeah. <laughs> like from the bike, the bike accident. accident. But like the left side, not like <laughs> up or down, it's just like one side gone. Uh, and then the uh, big movie that we'll chat about, but not actually a movie, is the uh, Doom Patrol television show that just started this past week on uh, the DC Universe app. We got the, like, it was like a big four, four and a half minute trailer for the TV show after only getting, like, promo clips before this. Um, so, yeah, I mean, watching it, I think it looks beautiful. Yeah, I'm assuming it's probably some of the same people who were doing Titans since it kind of, you know, spun off of there. Yeah. It was like a premeditated spinoff, right? The, yeah, it was like a, they call them like soft, was it like soft intros or something? They did yeah. a they had an episode. Yeah, you know, they, had a, they had an episode on Titans with the Doom Patrol where they picked up Gar from. And, and uh, I, I, uh, this looks good. Brandon I, Fraser doesn't, but... But this looks good. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know that's a little bit of the point. Is that he's not supposed to look so great, but I know he doesn't look so great in real life. It's kind of Val Kilmer himself. Yeah, that's you know what? Well, and he saved the world so many times from the mummy. He can have a couple of ding dongs afterwards. Well, I mean, yeah. There's a whole story there as to why he kind of disappeared. So. What was is it? What? I was kind just of... thinking about this the other day for no reason because I didn't know he was in this. You can go look it up. It's I think it's pretty well documented that he kind of had his own harassment issues. And harassment? Yeah. He was harassing? No, he was being harassed. Oh. Yeah. And kind of like a passing couch issues. So. Oh. Yeah. Like a reverse wine scene? Well, I guess. I think it was a dude on dude. So. Oh my. So like a Brian Singer type thing. Yeah. So, but it's out there where he, he he's talked about it. He did a big, I think it was a Vanity Fair article right before he showed up in, um, oh. The Versace, was he in the Versace one? No, it was something SBX, though. It was some TV show that he showed up in. And it, he done a, I think it was a Vanity Fair interview where he talked about it. And, and it's because, like, he did Looney Tunes back in action, and then it was like, poof, he disappeared. Just gone, yeah. yeah. So, and, you know. I've always enjoyed the dude. I think I hate on him. I've, I can... It looks like he's killing it in this. So. Yeah, I can say I've never seen anything I didn't like with him in it. Yeah. Yeah. And that includes George of the Jungle. Yeah, I love that. I mean, it was one of those movies, too, those right. obscure ones that... What was I today? Like, uh, I saw it. It was like Journey to Center Earth or one of those, and I'm like, man, whatever happened to him? Yeah. And then, boom, he shows up tonight on this, so... Boom, boom. But yeah, I thought it looked fun, and you said so. I have Ted and I haven't seen the uh, uh, Titans TV show, but you said yeah, like they do a soft intro, but not yeah. so not everybody like, is the same here. Yeah, it looks like Elastic Girl might be the same actress, and then of course the I'm not sure the guy's name. It's all invisible guy, negative man. Negative man. Uh, you don't really know what he looks like in in that, so I don't know. Definitely change of uh, actors for. Um, Chief and uh, Cyborg's an add-on. Cyborg's there. a new guy for the TV show. Yeah, I can't remember if to go back and watch that again. If he gets dropped off with them, or how he ends up there shortly after his uh, creation. Gotcha. Um, and it looks like to be a different kind of creation. Than and then the, the cockroach guy is uh, wasn't there before. 
Cockroach guy wasn't. Uh-uh. I think he's a villain. No, I think he's one of the Doom Patrol. No, I don't think that's right. The guy who was all splitting into pieces is the villain. He's the main Alan. villain. Oh, okay. And yeah, Alan Tudyk. Yeah. But like the uh, like the girl with like the glowing orb too. Like she's a villain. The no, well, I thought she was the sixty-four personality girl. In one no. of her personalities. Oh, I don't think so. That's how I took that. She wasn't in it at all either. Okay. So. Well, we'll have to watch and let everybody know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing that tonight. Yeah. Alrighty, on to some nerd news for this week. We got some uh, fresh off the press today. Jessica Jones and Punisher are officially canceled uh, ahead of the season three premiere of Jessica Jones. And they will still air Jessica Jones season three, but uh, they are saying that they're done with it. And uh, he, or uh, one of the guys came out today, I can't remember who it was. It was Jeff Loeb. Jeff Loeb came out as a, like a thank you to the fans, but gave kind of a little shred of hope by saying, you know, just because it's not on Netflix doesn't mean it's dead. Now, where will this stuff go to live it, eventually? It could very well go to Hulu. Well, it'll go to the Disney stream. So, like, if I wanted to go watch the first season of Jessica Jones... It'll be on the Disney That'll be somewhere. Well, no, I, guess I, I guess I'll say on Netflix. Any future stuff. Will but will they well, the pull? Disney stream is talking about how it's only going to be PG-13 and below, well, or PG and below. Well, this stuff is, is Netflix produced, so it'll stay on Netflix. It'll stay on, but no season four or yeah. anything. But, I mean, I would assume, because they, or else, I mean, Marvel TV has developed a deal with Hulu, like we talked about yeah. last week. And so they may do, I mean, I would assume that that's what that is implying, maybe. Uh, Netflix owns the rights to take the uh, to these takes for at least a few years to come, and if the characters are to come back, reboots are more likely than any revivals. And it says our network partner may have decided that they no longer want to continue telling the tales of these great characters. Dot dot dot. But you know Marvel better than that. So. Boom, boom, boom. Um, if you could, real quick. Look up. There's like uh, there was a big casting announcement for Dune this week. Oh, but yeah. But there's like the whole list of everybody that's officially cast. Uh, but the big one that came out this week was Jason Momoa is going to be in to play uh, David Idaho. Uh, Timothy Chalamet takes the lead role of Paul Atreides. Um, I know Zendaya's in it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. There was like a. I don't know. There was like a big. Yeah, there was like a big picture that had everybody announced and saw. So I thought that was pretty interesting. I didn't know that they were fully moving ahead with this until I saw the Jason Momoa oh, yeah. stuff. They're. They're. Cranking it out. Uh, Grace Showman, uh, Timothy Chalamet is the lead. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson, Dave Bautista, Josh Brolin, Jason Momoa, Ar- Ar- Oscar Isaac, and Zendaya. Um, yeah. So there you go. It's going to be a lot. Also, did not remember David Lynch did the original movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was on in the background at work uh, yesterday, I think, Sunday. They were running a whole bunch of 80s movies back-to-back on whatever station I was on. Yeah, yeah. 
And, uh, and Dune moves them? It just doesn't hold up. No? It's, it's good in that, from a memory standpoint, but if you watched it now, as a first timer, <coughs> as a first timer it's just like, this is a terribly made movie. Okay. But, it, okay. They try to cram, I mean, they just, they did. I remember them doing. Well. Like I haven't watched it in probably a solid decade, but I do remember them like trying to do the entire book in one movie. Yeah, yeah. which Harvey just did work. Harvey of Redemption in it as well. Charlotte Rampling. So yeah, they're not. They're not fucking. Big nice cast. Um, Hasbro came out and said that. Officially, Bumblebee is a soft reboot for the Transformers movies, meaning that we will get more, but they will fall more in line with those characters and those kind of stories, which I thought was kind of cool. Uh, and other Transformers news is that in 2020 we'll be getting a Origins cartoon that is Netflix produced uh, called War for Cybertron. And they said the animation is going to be something unlike anything we've ever seen before. Spider-Verse. So, yeah, I'm assuming something maybe akin to that, which is something we've seen before, but who knows how they'll play it. And, oh, and I thought this was interesting, is that they are, even though they're not doing the, uh, what did they call it, the dark universe, with all the old Universal Monster movies. Well, but they're moving, no, they're, they're moving forward with, it. yeah, they're moving forward with them, but not as a shared universe. They're all just going to be their own movies. It's the news story, if you want to pull it up and read it, too. Okay. Uh, but Because they came out and talked that they found... They've hopefully found somebody that's going to do The Invisible Man. Uh, they said it was a director that they've worked with a few times through Blumhouse. And they feel like he is going to be the right choice. All right. Uh, and that's all I got for the nerd news. That's a bunch of news you get there. Little boom boom. Uh, so on to our main topic tonight. We have another trailer that we didn't discuss in our segment here because there's a little bit more to do with it that we thought we could have a little conversation about with the Nerd Nation. Uh, we watched the trailer for the new uh, Rebel Wilson and Anne Hathaway film, The Hustle, which is... Dirty Rotten Scoundrels with Ladies. Yes. Remake. A remake. And with a totally tag, different name. Their tagline is, uh, it's like, they're giving Dirty Rotten Men a run for their money. Yeah. So they bought out, yes, this is a remake. I'm pretty much certain they filmed that in the exact same it, place. Like the terrace looks, yeah. So... The question is, because this is another ladies' remake, kind of like how Ocean's 8 was, Ocean's 11, but with ladies, and there have been a few others throughout the past couple of years that have happened like that. Ghostbusters was one of the bigger ones, even though it wasn't necessarily a remake, and neither was Ocean's 8, but they were the plots of general all-male movies. Characters. Characters borrowed from and yeah, not the original screenplays because they have characters, but uh, and they and so with this one though they've gone with a completely different name for it. Do you think that helps at all? I, well, I, I think it's a case by case basis, 
right? I mean, there's no way that we're not going to call the Ghostbusters movie Ghostbusters. I mean, that's that's the, that's what you're coming for. Right. Oceans was, she's an ocean, so it made sense, and it, it played along well. And then this, I mean, they're not dirty rotten scandals necessarily, but I don't think this one really matters what you call it. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like we said, like that's the only issue. Scoundrels tends to be a kind of a masculine. Is it like is that what it is, or is it? Because they're like we said, they're very much not trying to hide the fact that this is a Dirty Rotten Scoundrels remake, but with Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson. And so, why not just call it Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? But you say it's got more of like a male. I feel like that's a masculine adjective. Okay. How do you feel about? I just got following money. What does that mean? That means if it's going to help you make more money, then you call it Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. You're not going to go out there, like you said, you're not going to go out there and put a Ghostbusters movie out without calling it a Ghostbusters. Women who hunt ghosts! Yeah. Right. Ghostbusties. Uh, Ghost hunters. If it helps you, then yes, by all means, you embrace that franchise name. Okay. In this case, I don't think it's going to make a difference to them. So you say the title bears no weight? Not in this case, no. Like in Ocean's 8, it could have been anything. I mean, it could have just been a cool heist movie. Right, but yeah. But tying it to that franchise, made it, it cooler, it gives it some, some credibility. And was a good movie. I mean, you know, it, 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 there's, there's no... I don't have anything against this, but, you know, that was a, that Ocean's 8 was a great movie. Ghostbusters kind of sucked. You know, and they're getting enough flack where they're they're going forward with it. So, you know, with a you know a, a real sequel, or just you know, it just they just I felt like they it wasn't the fact that they did it with women or the the the, the actresses themselves or anything or anything. It was bad. It was a bad script. It was bad storytelling. It was bad. And, and, and the fact that they try to reboot it in its own universe. You know, they should have done it within... It should have been a true sequel. It should have been these were the nieces in, of the guys or something. They, okay. It was just... Scoundrel is a dishonest or unscrupulous person. They wrote. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not going to say masculine or feminine in there. And a rogue is typically masculine as well. So let me ask you a question. Except for a with, had a late female. With, that's, okay. That was the name with of all the Star Wars, Wars not with all the Star, Star Wars movies, aren't all the titles wrapped around, isn't, aren't they wrapped around the Star Wars? Doesn't it say Star Wars at the top and the bottom and then Solo and Star, Star Wars? Those are Star Wars stories. Right. Yeah. So that helps you sell that. Oh, yeah. So you, you that's yeah, going to help you sell it, then yeah. I don't think if they called this, you know, dirty rotten female scoundrels, it would have made a difference. I okay. That's all, I mean, that's what I was asking, is why, like, why, I, I guess, why, why call it Ghostbusters and Ocean's 8 and not dirty rotten scoundrels? But you're saying because it's not going to sell as much, or it wouldn't matter? Well, I, I think they're doing, I mean... Yeah, I don't think it matters because I think they're tying it in with the uh, with the tagline. Yeah, they're putting it there. 
I mean, they're they're some way owning the fact that yeah, we just went back to the same well and rehashed this. Yeah. But it's Rebel Wilson, so it's gonna be fucking hysterical, and and it seems like it, they're doing a pretty good job of it. Yeah, that, she heads know. out in that trash bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not at all. I, I definitely gonna see this. I'm not at all offended that they did redid this with women. I mean, yeah, I want more original stories, and I'm tired of them just redoing things, but. This this falls in the vein of Baywatch and 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 uh, Chips and all those kind of all other ones that got like their original type like that's what's just like kind of blowing me away with it yeah. is that are they try like are they trying to pull the wool over on maybe younger audiences that don't have that kind of like relationship that we do to movies where we were obviously seen dirty rotten scoundrels it won't matter for them at all it's just gonna that's be what it will and that's what i mean like if they separated enough with a title like calling it something different even i wonder like if that is the play is that if calling it something different from the original would help in saying like hey maybe it's not you know or tricking essentially the audience into thinking that it is something original and not having been done before I don't think their intention is that. Okay. Otherwise, they wouldn't. They would try to get by without that tagline. I mean, it, it, it's not. It's not a title or anything that's going to help them bring in more money, like Ted says. That's not going to matter. It's. Uh, it just can't let the scoundrel thing go. Apparently. Oh, sorry. I think you. I mean. I'm just trying to find another word that they could have used. And. They're varlet. Varlet. That I mean and everybody would be like what the fuck's that? Varlet, right. Yeah. So it's there, there's not a very nice feminine bad guy word out there. Yeah. Well you know what? They're a fucking bad guy and they don't deserve nice words. They're scoundrels. Yeah, they're scoundrels. Scallywags. Wretch. Scampy. Dirty rotten wretches. Rap scallions. Scallywags. Rogues. Savages. Miscreants. 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 Meanie. Couple of uh, caitiffs. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> Nazi is a synonym for scoundrel. Dirty rotten Nazis. So okay. Well, and I and then so another way to look at it then because you're saying like original screenplays uh, do do you think that they should have or could do something like this like where long shot is doing it where ice cube's son literally calls out this is dirty woman but you're the dirty woman and she's richard gear or pretty woman and she's richard gear and it's like okay well if you're gonna do that that movie particularly that that's part of the story you know um but i think i mean that that's a different setup a different Different kind of like, different I mean, you can context. play with that, I guess. Yeah. But just not. I mean, it's not the, do the it's exact the same, same thing. Right. You're not doing the exact same thing. Like so, last shot or long shot is an original screenplay. Yes. Whereas this, but is the not story's original. not original. The story's not original. So would it be? So it wouldn't go for original screenplay. Yeah, it, it would because it's a it's a new source. But I mean, you gotta remember, there's only three three real stories in the world. Okay. Lay it on us. Was it man versus man, man versus nature, and man versus himself? Oh, so they all deal with men. 
generically speaking. <laughs> species speaking. Species versus species. Species versus. You never species. learned that that there's only like at the root of it all there's only three types of stories. I've never heard that. No. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the benefits of the classical education. <laughs> all right. Well, we won't go there. <laughs> um. No, and but while it's the same, you know, you have a, a successful, influential person, and then somebody who is. Not necessarily a, a prostitute, but you know, not as well known or whatever. Then yeah, I mean, I guess you can see you can make that comparison. But, I mean, if Seth Rogen goes shopping on Rodeo Drive to you know a montage of you know Uptown Funk, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I have to do that. I mean, there's your there's your million dollar idea. Yeah. There. Well, cool. Yeah, because I, I mean, I always wondered, like, if, yeah, with the titles, like, because this, this seemed to be the first that kind of played with that. Well, they're embracing it. They're not just they're flat, not flat out, out doing it. Doing and it. they're taking that gender swap on it. And yeah. so it's like, yeah, so if you're swapping genders, should you Somewhere swap in an office in Hollywood, somebody is very proud of themselves for thinking of that and thinking that they're very clever. That, well, yeah, this is a remake of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, but we're going to call it this. And we're going to tie it in with that tag. Right, right. Somebody felt very smart. Well, cool. Well, I mean, that's kind of, and did you guys... I want to know why is it that people get so bent out of shape over certain things. I mean, elaborate? Like the Ghostbusters versus this. Is it just because Dirty Rotten Scoundrels just didn't have that big of an audience. I would think so. Influential. I yeah, mean, you're not like raping my childhood, as they say with Dirty Rotten yeah, Scoundrels. Yeah, get the fuck over yourself. Right. I mean, the whole thing is very yeah. much get the fuck over yourself. And I like to be honest. I've said it on the podcast before, and I'll say it again. I enjoyed the Lady Ghostbuster movie. I thought it did everything it set out to do. It let me feel that old Ghostbuster kind of vibe. I didn't feel maliciously attacked by it. Yeah, I don't think it was malicious. I just felt it, it just it, I just felt it could have been better had it been not try to establish a alternate universe with it, but rather just held it within of... held it within the universe <coughs> somehow. I mean, when it went so far to pull in all the cameos, that made it even worse for me. You know, well, see, I see. Sorry, God. To me, that's where they fucked up the whole thing, and we talked about this before. Yeah. Like that movie, if they would have incorporated them as their characters, yeah, I think it would have been a hell of a twenty lot better. times better. Well, not just better, but it would have been a hell of a lot better received. True by the audience. Yeah, I get that. I think the only one, the two that they kind of did justice to was um, Ivan Reitman because he was dead and yeah. just a statue, a bust in the hallway. Yeah, and I thought the out of all of them, the Sigourney Weaver one made the most sense and then that was like squeezed in in the credits yeah so i mean they just the, it's just a couple of missteps yeah so anyway yeah we, we've had our lady ghostbusters podcast we <laughs> certainly have <laughs> well cool well then we'll swing it on into merchandise well hang on a second oh okay did we you got shouldn't more money be thrown at original ideas oh yeah if you want to I talk mean, about that I think that's something that should be explored because it's like, why, are, why is it so easy to get rehashed ideas 
done, it's so difficult to get original ideas done. Is it just right. because, well, we know this formula, it, it works and it's, it's made money? Well, and are you just like placating to the feminist movement by just saying like, hey, here's a successful franchise, here are your lady stars, now you've got a lady movie. Get off my back. Here's Green Book. Here's your <laughs> Ghostbuster maxi pads. Right? Yeah. Like, is that like is that what it's doing? Or because yeah, it is. It's why like why is it so easy to do another yet again reboot, prequel, sequel, gender swap instead? Like, I'm sure that some some amazing female screenwriter out there has a dope, you know, rogue lady rogue story like the hustle that could easily be done probably for less money maybe for more get the right cast and it's like the script is out there i guarantee it but it just seems like it just seems lazy well, like on had, hollywood now you know we had the widows that would seem cool which was you good watched, right? yeah really good um and that was you know kind of i mean a heist movie with women so it was oceans eight right yeah uh it wasn't quite the same kind of you know, Ocean's Eight had that very Ocean's kind of like a levity pacing and and music and you know there were some parallel characters there for sure, but uh, you know with the two the main the two leads you had definitely that George Clooney and uh, Brad Pitt Brad Pitt kind of uh, combo, um, which was cool to see. I mean, it was enjoyable. And then Widows was was, was a really cool women heist movie on a whole different level and for different reasons, and stood on its own, was original, and, and everything else. It, I think I think this kind of goes back to what we touched on uh, last week, was we have so many avenues of entertainment now, and so few people who can write anything, that we're, we're going to get some delusion of quality because, you know, not everything's, not everything good's going to go to the screen. Yeah. Some's going to Netflix, some's going here, some's going there. But all these streaming services and movie-going places and everything else have to fill, you know, have they put butts in the seats somehow. So so stuff that probably shouldn't get made is getting made. And just, because it's, like, it's, because it seems like that was the great, like, that was the greatest thing about the 80s and 90s was. Well, we no longer have four, four channels in a movie screen. Right, know? right. It's, but it was those like original ideas that were fun, creative, were given a chance to bring, you know, that brought people into the theater. Well, I mean, isn't that the bigger problem is that we have all of this media in different forms available to us now, but yet we're still getting regurgitated stuff. Yeah. You would think it would be so much easier to put original content out there nowadays. To, oh, it's to, all out there. To a bigger it's audience. just spread broad it's, it's, yeah it's a broader cast of it's spread too thin of the i stuff. think so it's it's not because it will it's it's yeah. just spread too far around i mean it's just too many different places to go find it it's not on the movie screen and then in four to five short years on abc movie night you know mm -hmm. it's it's <laughs> you know that's how it used to go now it's it's all got to be streaming and in, in two months and downloadable and and a series I can binge, you know, I don't have to wait a week anymore to see the next episode or, you know, sure. it's, it's yeah. you know, we are, we are consuming content so much faster and through so many more channels than what we ever did that we just, they can't fill the pipeline fast enough. Yeah. 
and they're losing. The pipeline's you know, just getting bigger, and bigger. Yeah, it's a big, huge pipeline, and they're blowing money all over the place. And not all of it's paying back. I mean, you know, we look at our top, you know, our box offices every week. It's not often anymore that someone's beating their budget. It, it's only the big ones, and there's a whole lot it's, of stuff on there that doesn't come close. Oh yeah, what was it last week? All the trailers that we looked at were redo. Were everything yeah. was that was kind of what gave me the idea was yeah. every all four of the trailers that we looked at were either a sequel, a redo, or yeah. a reboot. And so you know that's why these big places are buying into these franchise things like Star Wars, like Marvel, like because there's depth of content there. They they can they can go to that well and find more things to explore. Well, and I think that big part of that though is also branding. Well, some branding, but there's I mean, there's there's just there's a basis for somebody. There's a there's a leaping off point for so many things. I mean, just buying the Marvel catalog, having that. Oh, I agree, but I mean, look at all the springboards that you can just take any obscure character and make something out of it, and you get a good writer. It might I mean, be really good. But you could take any story and put it in that Star Wars galaxy and wrap Star Wars around it, and it's going to sell more. Than it would if it wasn't. Oh yeah, I mean Star Wars itself is the basic but hero story. It's Marvel. I mean, like you know, say, Marvel and Star Wars, it's all there. It's 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 the basic hero story wrapped around the Bible story wrapped around, you know. Yeah. It's it's not a big departure from what anything classical was. It's just you know now the swords light up and people have helmets <laughs> and, and there's space and the dogs walk onto it. Mm-hmm. So it's it's you know, but we all bought into it, and it was a great retelling of something that's classic. True. It's just we don't get we don't have too many people who can retell these stories over and over again without having to attach a a Ghostbusters or a or or some some you know uh, product name on it. You know. But aren't we our own biggest cynics? Well, we are. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's our job here on the podcast. No, 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 no. But, I mean, aren't we... We're sitting here bitching and complaining about there's no original... Or, you know, the original content's not getting the attention it deserves. I mean, whether it's original... No, I think that's... Well, hang on. Let me make yeah. a point. But, that being said, because of that exposure and everything, Brian said he'll go see this, but, you know, and we'll both probably see this, too, eventually. Oh, the like the, the, the hustle? hustle, yeah. The hustle, I'll totally wait on because I know how it ends. And I'm sure. not spending twenty bucks. But, but my point being is that is that people like we're complaining about it, but yet we're gonna add, you know, fuel to the fire because we don't talk about that original content that's out there. We don't seek it. Is my point. We're bitching about that there's no good original content out there, but we're not out. We're not actually the ones seeking it. You know. Well, it's I mean, easier, no. it's easier for us to go see. You no, know, because I want to deliver to me like they do with all of this bullshit. Right. But I don't want to go seek it. That's not the entertainment. No, no, no. I am the entertainee. You are supposed to entertain me. I don't go looking for it. You bring it to me. But I don't want to have to deep dive. Original content is not going to get brought to people unless it gets popularized. Right, but they don't bring it to the movie theater, so it can't get popularized. So there's that spin. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, because there are, like, when I go to the movies now, it's either for my cheap popcorn thrill, like Fast and the Furious, Marvel, whatever, big shit that I definitely want to see on screen blow up, mm-hmm. or 
I do pay the ten fifty to go to Keystone Arts and watch those movies. Because, like, that's where I'm getting my original content from. Because sure. those are the only theaters that are able to carry it. Because here we are in flyover Midwest. Hee-haw. No, Siri. And <laughs> it's a, <laughs> picked up. Siri, Siri picked up hee-haw. And, uh, and so it's like it sucks. That, yeah, because it's like those only get distributed to those small art houses. Right. When it's like, yeah, you could put it there. Or you could waste another $40 million on the fucking hustle with Dan Hathaway and Rebel Wilson. Right. And it's just like, I don't, like, there has to be a point where they, I mean, where they see that they're wasting money. Right? One would think. One would think that it's like, no matter how big of a star that you get, or maybe it's that you can only get the biggest stars to do something like this, to make sure that you get your money back. Or what if, Everyone just took a year and was like, "Yeah, let's push all of these aside just for a year. We're gonna we're gonna flood the market with these like dope indie films, and that's what we're gonna push. And we're not gonna do any reboots. We're not gonna do any remakes. Sequels, I'll give you because they're continuing a story that's already laid down. Like, yes, I want to go see another Fantastic Beast and where to find them. Yes, I want to go see the next Avengers movie. But instead of a studio wasting money on something like this." Something like Ocean's 8, something like the Lady Ghostbusters. You know, I mean, I'd even go as far as to say the Men in Black sequel. Like, nobody really wants that. They're trying to reboot it. And you just push forward some indie... You know, I mean, Napoleon well, Dynamite's love, one of the biggest ones. I would I love to like, see, like, Marvel um, Studios actually start to develop, like, on a much smaller level. Like, some of their... In, I don't know, independent titles, lesser-known titles that, you know, they can do on a smaller budget and do, you know, on a more intimate level. Or I would think that would be cool. Like, if they came up with their own Miramax house or something like that. Something, know? yeah. That could be fun. Like, you get, like, a Moon Girl and Dinosaur or kind of like what they're you doing. Know, doing it, you know, something original for the screen, too. Okay, yeah. You know, why not take some established writers from the comic books and say, Hey, what ideas do you guys got that might work on the big screen? I mean, The Incredibles kicked ass as a not-known superhero movie. Yeah. Incredibles 2 is... Yeah. Me. White people. White people. All right, what merchandise you got, Brendan? Uh, well, I don't really have any this week. I did, or I was, recently gifted um, this Teen Titans <laughs> comic book. Letting us all know that the uh, First Lady's drug drug awareness campaign was beginning with the uh, National Federation of Parents for Drug-Free Youth. I really hope she appears in Congress. Oh, I'd like, yeah, I'm going to flip through to find that out tonight. Because they have, so I am collecting, like, all of, like, the old Jeff Johns, Marv Wolfman, Teen Titans, or the new Teen Titans, or Tales of the Teen Titans books. And there are a bunch. There's like a good fair amount that are like, hey kids, make sure you stay off drugs. And it's like yeah. brought to you by the D.A.R.E. campaign or whatever. And so I haven't seen this one before, so that was a good one. Uh, but what do you got? You're working on something pretty big. Not much. Um, went to the Ash Comic Book Show on Saturday. Uh, Sunday. Sunday. Um, picked up a few books. Nothing spectacular. 
So some pretty cool Thor covers. Yeah, I got some more older Thors. Um, <clears throat> I talked about this with Tisdale. I think it's weird because it's like recent know, guest on the podcast, Brian Tisdale. Right. I think it's weird that uh, I notice a lot of times like everybody's got the same books. Like, especially going back and, like, looking at older comics, like, mm. like I've been doing with, like, the old Thors. It's, like, there, there's, like, um, the one that I got with Doom, Dr. Doom on the cover, mm-hmm. with him and Hercules. Like, I'd never seen that before. And then all of a sudden, like, I saw that at four or five different stands. And I'm just, like, what the hell? Are they, like, rotating, you know? Well, or is it, like, the, is it, like, the new car theory? Could be where you buy a new car and then all of a sudden you see that car everywhere. Where it's like those cars have been there, maybe, but now you drive one, so yeah. you know what it looks like. Could be, but uh, yeah, well, it's too bad. I yeah, I've been working on the roller coaster for a couple of weeks now when I've got time. You can yeah. kind of see it in the video here behind Ted's head. Yeah, that's right. There, there. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's consuming. Yeah. So it's it's gonna get to the point where I can't move it. I was gonna, so when are we? I feel like some changes are gonna happen real soon around here. Yeah, it will. It, uh, um, Spring cleaning maybe. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna get uh, grab some pallets from work for the shelves and maybe try to work on those while I'm on vacation next week. So we'll see. Cool. Yeah. Start. Clearing off the table, oh pops, and yeah. then start from there. I I've alerted my merchandise uh, man, Matt, to alerted him to try to find me a case for the the bigger Legos to go over there, like you had suggested. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like yeah, clear. But, but this fucking thing, this roller coaster. I mean, it's every bit of like this could be three feet long and you yeah. know, foot and half wide, and it's like it's gonna have to go on top of or in something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, when that happens. But yeah, I mean, that's about it. Just get ready to, for a little, little nature. Move it down for a few days. Oh, cool. So, what about you, Brian? Uh, a while back, after I think a uh, link was sent out by Brendan here, uh-huh. Lego Forma was put out there as a crowdsourced kind of a uh, thing. And I thought this was really cool, so... I jumped on board and it showed up this week finally. So I'm going to bring it here and see what these form of things look like. Well, and so the the thing was is that they so adult Legos. Is that it's yeah it, this these sets if they are to go through are going to be more adult oriented, kind of like the arch architecture series. Yeah, a little more artsy kind of a thing. Um, made to be like you know displayed. Yeah. Uh, as like a house fixture, you know, like something that lots of little pieces. Chip and Joanna Gaines would sell at Target. <laughs> uh, but the cool thing was is that the, you would build a skeleton, but then you could buy these skin packs, and they would yeah. So it came with one, and then they sold three other ones. So you could have a shark, or a you koi. could you could color the koi fish. It came with the basic koi, and, this is and then like there's a, like a, a water kinetic thing. sculpture. Like yeah, it's a kinetic sculpture that you know you can crank along and the fish will swim, and it sits there on your shelf and looks pretty. Um, so I'm excited to build this. It's like a mostly like Technic 
type stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's akin to those. But it was interesting when I did get it is they uh, sent out and asked us a, a big questionnaire about, you know, what are you looking to get out of this? What do you, you know, are you looking for adult sets or, you know, what do you get out of building it? Do you want it to be real de detailed instructions? Do you want to be something that's rebuildable? Do you want us to display it? You know, all these kind of things. So I went through and answered all those questions, and, and they are definitely going after that. I think Legos recognize that there's a whole bunch of big kids yeah. buying most of their stuff. Right. So well, going, when you price it for $500. Yeah, so they are, they are going after... Uh, uh, coming up with some unique things like this, like what you know, why do you build Legos? You know, do you yeah. for relaxation. Yeah. How long does it take you to build? You know, a set. How long, you know, all these kind of things. So, it was kind of cool to be part of that process with them. And yeah, I would. Uh, this is closed, right? It's no yeah, longer yeah, it's no longer available. Yeah. Wow, it was just it was so. But it wasn't for me at the time. Eighty bucks for everything. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, in the world of Lego, that seemed cheap for something unique and limited. So, yeah. But I got it. Cool. And uh, I'll bring it back when it's done. Yeah, yeah. In a year or two. And Ted, we... uh finish that James Bond car? Um, uh, I'm on step three of four. Book four or book three? Maybe no, step it's three. three. There's four big steps. One big book. I'll bring it in. It's it's a really it's a different book than what they usually do. It's is like it I said, no, it's a big pamphlet. Um, it uh, it's like I'll set up like a dossier, you know, folder. Oh, fun. And then throughout it, it's got all sorts of uh, James Bond trivia and facts yeah, about yeah. the car and stuff like that. The in both English and French. Like yeah, yeah. Back to the Future one was like that too. That was really cool. Yeah. So it's it's like that. So it's a little different, but. Um, I kind of paused for a minute because I did find the uh, light kit that's being generated for it, and and I got it in. So, and then I got busy with work stuff. So I'll get back to it here when I have a little more energy in the evenings. <laughs> and then Ted, uh, you had uh, some theories maybe about the Funko brand and their most recent uh, release. Well, they, they, the New York Tour. Toy Fairs next week? This week. This week. And they, um, they go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I told you earlier, I thought that they jumped the shark. Like, I, I officially think that they have just. With those He Men wannabe DC. Well, those are totally separate. We were, but that's Funko. It is. It's Funko. But Funko is also the manufacturer of Pop, and now they're. Right. Their big thing is that they're now doing the pop buildings. They're doing buildings now, and they're doing more of the six-inch and ten-inch pops. Yeah. And like that lineup for the New York Toy Fair was fucking ridiculous. I mean, they announced like over over a hundred easily new things. I mean, they're moving into like a or they're doing a like a pop band set where they're doing like all five in sync guys yeah all five backstreet boys there's some k-pop group that they're doing the B bts bts um okay tell me more ted i, I don't <laughs> know. um and then they're doing i mean they're doing different movie lights they're doing you know there's more ghostbusters coming out um some of those i really didn't like there's going to be i, I mean to me the, the the best one was the jaws line Okay. Because they're doing a six-inch shark, and then they're doing a shark with a tank in its mouth, and then you get Brody and the chief, and then uh, Richard Dreyfuss' character. And, like, Roy Schneider's character actually has a cigarette in his mouth. Yeah. It's just, like, amazing. So, 
Um, I thought the Adams Family ones looked yeah, good. Yeah, Adams Family. They're doing a line of those. They're doing, um, what I said, some more, more Ghostbusters. Uh, I just wish that, like, some of them would go back to, like, the Hercules and Xena ones, like, looked, like, too much. Yeah. Like, I kind of want, like, that more classic, like, you look at, like, that original line, like, you're, I mean, even, even your Thor up there where it's just, like, boop. Here's Thor. Here's my big black eyes. Yeah, the, the round eyes. And yeah. it's like now it's like getting all like almost too detailed. Well, like, just wait. They'll they'll come back eyes. to the original. Yeah. Oh yeah. Funko originals. Funko anniversary editions and blah 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 blah. And, I don't know. It's just like there's literally now Funko Pop for everything out there. Well, they did release what I thought was cool is the uh, and one I would consider maybe picking up is the bronzed uh, Stanley. Yeah. Uh, the patina. Yeah, the patina bronze. Is that what that's called? Yeah. It looks like my mailbox. <laughs> there you go. I'm, I'm just waiting for them to do the Lego mini fig Funko Pop, and then my brain will just implode on its own. <laughs> <laughs> it'll just it'll just collapse. Yeah. Like inside. Oh yeah, because then that's I mean that's the other thing they've done like the eight bit forms. Yeah. I mean I can go. Um, I could try to bring it up here. The flocked 8 bit Lego. That glows in the dark. Playmobile. <laughs> yeah, it's just. It's freaking crazy. Um, but yeah, there's a bunch there. And then there was something else. And, oh, Lego did announce their two new uh, idea. Idea projects. Well, they're three. The three. Yeah. They're doing the. Flintstones. They're doing the Flintstones. They're doing Which the Steamboat Willie. Well, the Flintstones is going to be Fred, Barney, Wilma, and Betty, and the, but the car, and then the house. Fred's house. Fred's house. And then they're doing a Steamboat Willie, which is just going to be like a mini scale version of his boat with a Steamboat Willie minifig. Mm -hmm. And then they're doing the Central Perk. Kind of like yeah. how they did the Big Bang Theory set, yeah. but with friends, given that it's going to be the 25th anniversary. And then the original idea that they're doing is that big tree house that was like an all... That, is that got picked up? That, yeah, that got picked up with the uh, uh, the Flintstone set. Yeah, so there's the Adams Family, uh, a lot of baseball, a lot of uh, oh, kiss. mascots, KISS, <laughs> Community... Big Bang Theory, Beverly Hills Cop. That was yeah. Um, um, Kool Aid Man. Uh, yeah, uh, Secret Life Pets Two. Uh, Cheers is getting a line. Cheers. Dawson Creek. Green um, Giant. Cheech and Chong. Caddyshack. Um, is that Pet Cemetery? Pet Cemetery. Hellboy's getting one. Hercules. His new, the new uh, Johnny Cash. NASCAR. The Jim Henson one looks really good. The Jim Henson. There, of course, there'll be a Target exclusive. The right. Jim Henson. So there's the. They have one where he's holding Kermit. Kermit, and then the other one where he's puppeting the Ernie. Ernie. Uh, Men in Black is getting some. Um, NASCAR. Yeah, NASCAR. So you guys look at this stuff more. Forrest than I do. Gump. Garfield. Is this a bigger list than they oh, generally have? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is gigantic, dude. This is ridiculous. And they're doing, yeah, like the big six-inch Marshmallow Man. It's, I mean, out of all of them, like I said, the Jaws, Cheers, maybe just because I really like Cheers. I was going to say, I thought you would have been way more excited for that one. Um, 
But yeah, the Muhammad Ali one could be cool. Um, but it's just like, do we really need NASCAR pops and NSYNC? And hey, buddy, you got to follow that money. They're, sell a toy, sell a toy. Their licensing department is just, jeez. It's crazy, man. Oh, the office. Post Malone. The one, the one that I did with Sanford is Sanford. That, that would be kind of fun to get. <laughs> um, there's going to be a, a two set of uh, 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 Jeffersons. Oh, like a Pickle Rick. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty well. Yeah, so then they're doing the building. They're doing like Scooby with a haunted mansion, and then they're doing um, SpongeBob and a pineapple. But then there's also, they're doing the Ghostbuster building too, aren't they? Yeah, they're doing the firehouse. No, they're doing Street Fighter. In that shitty style of He-Man. There's a Simpsons line that's coming out. I think those look horrible. You do? You don't like those? I don't like them at all. I thought the Mr. Burns one looked really good. The Wheel of Fortune. Have they done done Simpsons before at all? Yeah. They did the originals a long time ago. They're doing a bunch of Star Wars pins. I mean, to me, it's like Post Malone. The Post Malone, and I was like, this boy has, like, done not that much. Pretty woman. But I guess Bieber has his own, too. I'm sure he does. Yeah, it's I go it's back to my, my original I said that they're decision the to avoid this, I, and, and I'm glad I did. Yeah, I mean, I've got, you know, i, I got to chase my, my He-Man move, too. All right. Cool. Well, Galwax into a bar. Rebel Wilson or Anne Hathaway? Who are you grabbing a drink with? Uh, Rebel Wilson, because I can't stand Anne Hathaway and her fake-ass accent. <laughs> she's almost owning that. I mean, you know, her, yeah. her, her whole persona, you know, she's starting to... Her, her whole persona's fake-ass? Well, she's kind of owning the fact that she's... Put, you know, she did an Ocean's 8 a lot, you know, came back and... Um, That's spoilers. But Rebel Wilson would be way more fun. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I'd have to go with Anne Hathaway. Well, I, I always had right a big crush on her in Princess Diaries before she got out. pretty. I thought she was super cute with the glasses and the curly she, hair. She ruined Catwoman. She didn't ruin <laughs> that. I thought she did all right in that. I wasn't too bad. She's a good Selena Kyle. You're wrong. Nope. Alrighty, well that's going to wrap up episode 85 for us with Brendan being right and Ted being wrong. So you could find us on Facebook at NerdSpeak. Uh, you can also use Twitter and Instagram with the handle at NerdSpeak underscore. Uh, and Brian, if they wanted to give us some money, where would they go? You can find us on Patreon.com, your source for supporting your local podcast. Woohoo! And Ted, if they wanted to subscribe, where might they be able to do that? iTunes, Joe. iTunes. Good, bad. Leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. And uh, that's going to wrap up episode 85 for us. So we will see you later, Nerd Nation. I'm Brendan. Ted? I'm Ted. Brian? And I'm Brian. And we'll see you in two weeks. Enjoy the vacation, Ted. Oh, 
letterboxes. They don't do anything television. Oh, they don't have TV on there? Mm-mm. Because I was doing a TV series that I watched. Was, can't do it. 